Hello and welcome to Cracked Open, a podcast guiding you on your journey to becoming a vessel of unconditional love. This is your host, Beck Mylonis, High Priestess, Channel, and Activator. Join me on this series as I share reflections, insights, and channel transmissions from my journey of walking the initiation path. Each episode is a unique transmission containing supportive frequencies to facilitate the deepest healing, activation, and reconnection with your soul. I invite you to open your mind and set the intention to receive this episode into your heart space. Let's go. Welcome back, beautiful souls, to another episode of Cracked Open, a podcast about becoming a vessel for unconditional love. Today, I have a very special guest with me here today, Stephanie Bellinger, aka Spiritual Boss Babe. Spiritual Boss Babe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I missed my words there for a second. I've actually been following Steph for years, like since the start of my journey. So it's a privilege wow. and an honor to have it. Yeah, to have her here with me. Um, I fangirled on you a little bit and then I was like, nah, we're on this, we're, we're, we're speaking the same language, right? So it's <laughs> awesome to have you here, loving the content that you're putting out. I think it's so important and it's so special. So welcome. Um, for those of you who don't know Stephanie, she's a star power activator for soul-led leaders, trainer of NLP and quantum timeline journeying, and the creator of Spiritual Boss Babe, one of the largest online communities and podcasts serving tens of thousands of spiritual entrepreneurial women around the world. Is it just women? You serve men at all ever? Um, I'm open to it, but I mostly attract feminine leaders. Yeah. I hear you. Stephanie works with spiritual coaches, mystics, channelers, and healers, supporting them with a fully with fully embodying their gifts and innate magnetism and quantum leaping their impact income and fulfillment i'm so excited to have you here you're a wealth of knowledge you got that big vagina energy um so (laughs) to begin with we're gonna invite you to take the mic and just tell us how you got here um a little bit about your journey a little bit about yourself a little bit what brought you to activating people in this way supporting people in this way whatever you feel to share in this moment the microphone is yours Mm, well thank you so much first of all for having me here and for allowing me to share with your audience and i'm excited to share and see what comes through so my journey started uh like my the my my main part of my journey started um when i was a teenager i was getting into spirituality learning how to take care of my body, my mind, started meditating and tapping into the realms, so to speak, even though it wasn't fully accepted in my family at that time. And I was in an abusive relationship during that time. And that was really my main era of understanding my power and reclaiming my power because I had given it away in that toxic relationship. And I realized that I had this power all along. I just didn't know that I did. And so I allowed different things to happen that were pretty traumatic, but I'm super grateful because of the woman I've become today. And so fast forward a bit, I, after that, I declare that I'm going to make the rest of my life, the best of my life, started following my dreams as an entrepreneur. I've always been an artist. So I've had many different business ventures, but there came a point where I realized that I wasn't super fulfilled with certain things that I was doing. I was a makeup artist. I designed uh, costumes like bras and corsets. And, and then um, I was a personal trainer and I realized that I wanted to support others in a deeper way. Even when I was a trainer, I was like, there's still more to this. And I still hadn't fully come out of the spiritual closet in that regard, uh, openly, publicly. I was pretty much just keeping that to myself. And one day, I don't know if it was a day, but it was a phase in 2015, I had my first plant medicine experience and I was going through a major pivot and shift in my life at that time and realized that I want to bring people together that are like me so that I could support them and share my wisdom and my knowledge and things that have supported me on my personal and spiritual growth journey and so I could just pour my love into other people. And so that's when I created Spiritual Boss Babe. I had no idea what the community would be like. I had no idea what I would offer at the time. I just wanted to bring people together. And so 
my community ended up blowing up to tens of thousands of people from all around the world on Facebook. I was there, me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, Instagram, my podcast. And I realized there's a fucking lot of people like me out there who are into mysticism, uh, you know, creating their own reality, living their purpose. They they have a deep soul calling. I knew I wasn't the only freaking one, but I wasn't surrounded by people like that at the time. So I created what I had always wanted. And I find that that's a huge part of what I bring to the table for people also in my free community, but also in my coaching containers is the sense of deep community, deep belonging, belong, belonging being seen and celebrated so that we can amplify our energy together, grow together and raise the vibration of the planet together because that's what we came here for. And so um, that's kind of very bullet point notes on what got me into what I'm doing. And it's evolved, of course, along the way um, as I have. And so here we are. Amazing. I love it. And I think the thing that I actually really love is having been in your community and watched your journey personally, there was this pivotal moment where you really came out of the, like the galactic spiritual, whatever closet, and you were just shining. Right. And it's so beautiful to see. And I respect you for that Um, because that's always an edge, right? That next level of the, Oh my God, I don't want to ostracize people in my community. I don't want to like be too much or whatever it is. And you just, you transition that so beautifully. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually feel we're going to talk about some content marketing, some things like that. It's going to be a really beautiful conversation about business. But what I feel to start this conversation with, before we jumped on, you had touched on this manifestation and manifesting who you really are, because I think that's that frequency, right? And you nail this in your messaging, but just for our community, we'll talk about it today like that frequency of who you truly are is going to call in everything that's meant for you, including the tribe. And so I love that you started this community being like, I want to find people like me, right? Like I want to find my mirror, my matches. So talk to me about this process of manifestation and what that means to you in calling in the things that really are ours or or what is authentically our soul codex or who we are. Mm. So I've had, uh, uh, my ups and downs on this journey, of course, like anyone else. And, you know, there were times where I was so much in the wanting energy of, I want the success. I want to make the money. I want to be free from my jobs in the past. I want the partner. I want this. And it was coming from this place of lack and not having it and being so fixated on it. Even in the start of my entrepreneurial journey, you know, I'm sure you're aware since you've been in the game for a minute as well, is that like a lot of people would get super fixated on the milestones and the metrics and the money. And I feel like that really put a lot of pressure on people, including myself. Um, And it took away from my mission in a way. And I just was still in that wanting energy, a big part of it. And so what has supported me and even in the relationship department, like I had, I mean, some of my biggest lessons in the last year have come from that department, to be honest with you, that you could relate Same. to every other department. Yeah. Um, and what I realized was that it wasn't something on the outside that I wanted it. Well, we think that it is the ego thinks that it is. It, it thinks that, oh, when I have the money, then I'm going to be happy. Then I'll be successful. When I have people loving all the stuff that I'm sharing, then I'll feel good enough. When I have the partner, then I'll feel lovable. And that's the complete backwards way. And so what I realized is what I truly wanted was to feel fucking amazing in my skin, to feel amazing and free within who I am, to feel un like just unleashed in my power um, to be fully expressed and to not give a shit what other people think and all of that. And so I, I believe that the contrast that shows up for us on the journey is so valuable because it shows us where we need to work on our belief, where we we need to work on our knowing, where, where we need to remember. And so as I have gone on my journey and went through some of the dark nights of the soul and like the breakdowns and the facing the fear, I was able to alchemize that energy within myself and fully anchor into trusting that everything is always working out in my favor. It's actually rigged in my favor. And the only thing that would ever quote unquote block that 
from happening or block things from coming or whatever is my own resistance of my power, which is really deep. Actually, I want to say that one more time. All resistance is, is resisting your own power. And we do that because we're afraid of being too much or we're afraid of being judged or, you know, whatever. And it's just like, it's the biggest illusion that there is. And so to answer your question and to just drive this home, I realize that I am everything I want to manifest, period. And I know that might sound, you know, cliche or whatever you want to call it, but think about it. There's people out there who they're making the millions, they have the success and they're fucking miserable, but there's also people who are not. And, and, you know, it really comes down to who you're being and how you feel about yourself. Yeah. I love that. And it's so true. And it's so true. And we only want the stuff outside to feel what we could feel without this stuff. Right. I saw mm-hmm. that so perfectly um, earlier this year. I was like, really embodying this lover energy within myself and like the process of me embodying and being that energy and realizing, oh, I don't actually need another person to experience that collapsed time and space Mm -hmm. and called in this lovership, which was beautiful and expansive. And that was one of the most powerful, like direct um, manifestations for me where it was like, here's the energy within a day of being in that energy and just being like, oh, this is what it is. This is what I desire. It's not even for someone else because I want to embody that. Then it came in. So I love that. I'm curious your community um, and like you blowing up online and all of that stuff, did that come before or after this realization? Was it the reverse thing where you had the big following, but then you still felt the insecurity or was it that you dealt with the insecurity and then as a result kind of things started happening? Um, actually it was a mix. Um, I believe that we could be a work in progress and a masterpiece simultaneously. <laughs> so when I started my Facebook group, like I, I definitely had to work through a certain amount of insecurities to be able to show up in the way that I did. And I had my day one and I was a little awkward at first. And when it went through, it's like blow up phase, which I'm in a new blow up season now, by the way. <laughs> but um, I actually didn't feel fully ready. I was like, holy shit, all of these people are coming into my realm, into my community. And I don't know if I'm ready for this. Like, can I handle this? Um, you know, a lot of more eyeballs on my stuff. And so it did bring up new stuff uh, in that next level. And I, I went from in the, in the very beginning, I was almost like, I don't know. I don't know if naive is the right word, but I didn't have anything to compare it to. So I was just like starry eyed, excited. I was going to talk to whoever the hell would listen. I started putting offers out. And then when I, you know, started seeing like, if things didn't go the way that I wanted them to, or, you know, this person asked for a refund or this person said something, then I started like internalizing different things and making it mean something about me and my work. And that's what tripped me up. And so, you know, I had to do more work around that. Um, so it wasn't really at this end, but in the, in the very beginning, I've always had, I don't know why, but I'm not going to say anything about it, but I've, pretty much always had this belief that it's really easy to grow a community. And I, it wasn't a matter of when it was things were going to blow up and, and, and and all, it was just a matter of like, it wasn't a matter of if I should say, it was just a matter of when. So I knew it would happen and I am still growing. It's not like I have like millions of people and that doesn't really matter, but I knew that there were people. So it was that belief that knowing and getting creative And then working through things as they came up on the process, on my journey, Um, because I also, for a while, put a lot of pressure on myself to have it all together, to be perfect, like, you know, not show my vulnerabilities, like I got to, you know, be the example and, you know, I'm the one supporting people. And so for uh, some time, it was challenging for me to share my vulnerabilities, my stories, the things that I, you know, would go through in real time. And that was another growth edge. Mm, yeah, I hear you. And I, <laughs> I went through that too. It's funny because our businesses are such a big in- initiation. Like if you have a soul business and it's a soul-led, purpose-driven, um, you know, you're here with a mission business, it's going to reveal to you everything, right? And so we might have it blow up at the start, 
but that's not to say that it's not going to still bring stuff up for you. So I love that piece. I'm just feeling into where to take it. When did you start um, working with the more galactic energy and bringing that through? Like, what was that that transition like for you? Where did you you started with hypnosis and NLP? Is that correct? Or yeah, tapping? So I started yeah. with um, NLP, hypnosis, quantum timeline work, uh, EFT. Like that's the tools. Those were like my main tools, transformation tools. And um, I always have felt a, like a channel. I've always known I was a channel. Like when I would do my Facebook lives or my video or my podcast, I could know when it was me and when, you know, my higher self or team was speaking through me and I was in flow and couldn't remember things that I said. But, and I actually have written in my journal many, 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 many times for years like I'm here to be a clear conduit and vessel, you know, I could just feel something happening and coming, but that actually didn't start until 2020. Like a lot of people I hear started opening up more of their multidimensional gifts in 2020. Not everybody, of course, but I feel like there was a big pop. Um, yeah. And like people's light language started coming online and, uh, you know, just feeling more intuitive there. Every, we went through a massive awakening, obviously everybody's aware of that now. Um, so for me, it started uh, actually when I went to Guatemala. I went to Guatemala in 2019 first, I think it was. Yeah. In March or April of 2019, I did 5-MeO-DMT, which is, wow. if, any, if nobody knows about that, it's basically um, the God molecule. It uh, is a really, really powerful psychedelic. And I essentially became everything and nothing at the same time, basically became God, everything and nothing at the same time and was rebirthed back into my body. And in that short 15 minutes, because that's how long it lasted, I felt like I just like, you know, I, I went through a portal. I like reconnected fully to my divinity, came back in, the, in this body as a new person. And it was very challenging after that because I because my frequency shifted so much it had to drudge up all the stuff that was not fully processed and so I went through a bad breakup and that brought up a lot of stuff I had to heal from that and everything went back to Guatemala six months later and something about Lake Atalan in Guatemala I don't know if you've ever been is extremely magical oh it's like a vortex and the second time I, I actually, was there, I have to do a visa run and I've been thinking Guatemala. So I'm going to write that on the list. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it's, I'll go there. This is the second time someone's mentioned this. So I feel like I should go there. It's yeah. a total vortex. So the second time I went, I went alone, even though I, I met up with people there. I stayed at like a retreat center. I knew people there, but it was the first time I traveled to another country alone. Um, and I did another plant medicine ceremony there. And that was the first time I witnessed someone speaking light language in the ceremony and it activated me it moved me so much that the whole because it was going on for a while I just remember staring at the ceiling crying my eyes out thinking this is why I came here this is why I'm here this time because I was meant to witness that and it had such a profound effect on me because you could tell that was the first time I ever witnessed spirit speaking through someone in such a way that was not able to be done consciously because of the vibrations and the sounds like there's no way <laughs> and so after that I went to Sedona uh, six months after that and I had a vision in my breathwork session there that I was to go to the red rocks with this wand that I just made and to do this activation by myself and so when I was there I said I basically just intuitively did my own little activation. And I said, I'm ready for whatever is wanting to come through. I know that it's like right here. And a week after I got back, that's when my light language opened. And it was really, really profound. Amazing. Do you have like a understanding of what specific galactic flavor it is or what soul family or what language? Yeah. Or like, so you just speak it. At first I didn't know. I, um, it felt like a bunch of different things, of course, uh, which is common. I also didn't get too hung up on that either because uh, it also feels like different. It's my multidimensional self, different mm -hmm. aspects of myself as well as other energies. If that you, you know, <laughs> 
And so when I had the full activation, which was like an hours long thing that happened in November, 2020, um, it was, it was like, it felt like four or five different energies, but also at the same time, me and source and like all of it. But what I will say is um, I've been very connected to the Arcturian energies and Lyran energy. Yeah, it's a Lyran I feel from you. That's what it is. Well, it's actually, Lyran, that, yeah. I just I just started connecting with that. I, okay. I don't think I was fully. People have told me that many times, but I never really tuned into him. I just was like, mm-hmm. eh, you know. But I've seen um, Arcturian beings in some of my experiences like actually physically seen them so um that for sure I knew but I I know there's also more you know there's a little bit of fairy energy and this and that but um yeah so that's amazing cool that's that I love it yeah Yeah, it was definitely I think the lion energy was what where I was like oh yeah I really really vibe with her (laughs) there was a (laughs) one light language thing you did and I think it was like it was lion or it was that it was like Lyra and feline energy was what I was feeling, which is really like royal, opulent, strong, like very divine feminine, but like powerful. And the hair, it, it all makes sense. If you're just connecting to it now, it's well, like that now, lioness. Now with the hair, I think that's why I started like really, I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah. It's been coming into my realm a lot. And so, yeah, now, now I can match it with my hair. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. Amazing. And that's just one piece, right? Of the, the work that, you know, that is quantum marketing that is, working on this part, there's so many little things that we bring in and that we're here to kind of birth through our offerings, through our, um, our containers, if you want to call them that, our experiences that we have for people. So I'd love to see and talk about how you weave that in, but also, you know, this, we, we touched on quantum marketing and we talked on like having a spiritual led business. And what does that mean to you and how for anyone that's listening to this and they're just starting out, do you have advice for them about how to like call in their soul tribe or how to see their business from a more quantum perspective? Right. Um, because I think we might have a, I'm just going to share kind of like, so you don't actually know me, you might've seen my content, but we did, we've never really like had a conversation before. Um, what my perspective is on, on quantum marketing is like, we're here to code the internet basically like with our frequency. Right. And I actually see it as like sacred geometry going into every piece of content. So when I see people being like, I'm just to get AI to write my content. I'm like, no, like you can use it, but like also you, you need to weave your frequency into that stuff because your content's going to activate people that might not even work with you. So that's what, I mean, my understanding of quantum marketing is seeing it from a soul perspective of like the people that we're here to work with, they're our soul tribe. They have codes to receive from us. They are called to us to receive aspects from our codex and share share parts. So that's how I relate to it. And so I see it from like a soul perspective of if we're not channeling our offerings, if we're not listening and asking, what is it? Like, how can I serve you? What needs to be birthed through me? Then we're very stuck in like that 3D paradigm of, um, I just need to create this from a pain point or solve a problem, right? Not actually listening to what is the frequency want, what is, is wanting to be created. So I'm, I'm curious, like, what your perspective is or what, what you understand quantum marketing to be. Yeah. I love this topic. I can geek out on it forever. I'm actually going to be doing a, like a transmission around 5d business codes um, because it's been coming in hot. And I agree with you that there are, it's a frequency and there are specific souls out there who are literally meant to work with you, just like you're meant to support them. And it's actually a co-creation and it's not like there's no hierarchy either. It's just, you're supporting them, but also you're probably becoming, you know, a better coach or learning from them because everybody's a mirror as well. And it's this like um, flow uh, that happens just like, you know, when they invest in themselves and, you know, you, you receive that, you're giving that back to them tenfold in the way that you're serving and supporting them. And so it's this energy exchange. And when it comes to looking about looking at your business in from the quantum perspective, it's more of um, how you feel about your self, your offers and your uh, what's coming through you and being that clear conduit and looking at your social media as I like to call it social media. I uh, social media is basically creating your platforms and looking at it as an energetic billboard for who you are and how you can support others in the world. 
And so whenever anyone comes across your social, your, your social media, they should be able to feel your frequency, feel your vibe, feel that they want to learn from you, you know, whatever, engage with you and so on. And when we look at it from that, it takes away a lot of the pressure and it's like you're, you trust yourself and your channel more. Also, there's no shame marketing or pain point marketing. I think it's very important to be aware of the problems our people are struggling with. But there's a difference between sharing that from a vantage point of, you know, how most people were taught of like driving the pain home. There's a difference between that and sharing it from the vantage point of being aware of their problems, you know, and empathizing with them, maybe through a story or maybe even calling them forth like, all right, you're done with this. We all know that. Now let's, you know, painting the 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 vision, the dream, what they know is possible, speaking to their higher self. And not to, you know, their victim self, but also kind of meeting them in the middle. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I've been really feeling into, because I do a lot of content writing, copywriting um, as part of like my mission. I help souls to copyright. And I've been really feeling cool to like, it feels like actually my audience has just shifted. I was very much serving people still in a victim template. So all the copy that I would write would speak to pain points. It'd speak to you're in the struggle, you're in the suffering, you're in the, but it's like I shifted out of that. And now I'm up here and I'm like, why, why are we talking about pain points? Why are we talking about struggle? Let's invite them into this new way, right? Like let's embody the new frequency of what it is and invite them and excite them. Like something that you enter into with the intention of, I want to get away from something, right? That's, that's a strong driver to get away from something, but the driver to move towards something is so much more powerful because you're manifesting in that vision, right? If we're focusing on the pain that is, we're just creating more of that pain. If we're focusing on what we're moving towards, it's like we're setting the tone almost. Um, have you seen or noticed a difference in like when you're marketing to, did you ever market to pain points in the past? I like did, you were definitely yeah. in the coaching industry. In the beginning, Was it, that, that's how I learned. And yeah. you know, I definitely did do that because I thought that was the way to, support others in knowing like how I could support them. You know, they were in the lack mentality and they whatever. And I was just like, um, I, it it never really felt fully good. And, and now obviously I know why I'm more aware and I've grown a lot. And, you know, I think a lot of people have been there and I still let it be known that I'm aware of what people are going through. It's just, there's a different frequency to it. Um, and also I find that, when I'm connect, when I connect to the specific souls that I'm speaking to, it supports me in channeling what's meant for them through my content. So it's a it's a combination of what I'm feeling called to share and also allowing it to be a co-creation and tapping into the energy of the people that I'm speaking to and letting that come through from there. Um, and also following my own human design strategy and authority. And alignment when it comes to how I do my business was a huge, huge shift to me. And I believe it's a big part of the new paradigm of leadership is being in alignment with who you are, with what you have to say and how you actually go about doing it. I'm so glad. And three, three, three. Okay. Spirit really wants me to talk about this. And I'm glad you said that because I was like, I feel like this is where we're meant to take it. Um, And I looked up and as you were saying that three, two, three, Mm -hmm. Um, it's, I had a download this morning, right? And I would love to riff on this because I feel like you would have wisdom and knowledge and, and have a different, maybe a different insight or opinion about this. I established this morning, um, or what I channeled was that there are two types of main types of like star seeds or light workers or soul printers or whatever you want to call them. There are those of us who are visionaries and we're here to receive the frequency and drop it off or see the vision and drop it off and then move on to the next thing, right? So we're tuning into the frequency, the frequency, the frequency, where is it, where is it, where is it? It's more feminine, right? And then there are those of us who are meant to take the vision that they've had or received from others, or um, it feels more masculine, but it's more like they take that vision and they plod and they put in the time and they make it and they birth it and they create it, right? So they take it and they nurture it and they're really good in the structure and the building aspect of it. So it, it almost feels like feminine, masculine, right? And for so long, I was trying to jam myself into this business model of like, figure out like two, three offers that really work and then rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat 
repeat, rinse and repeat. And this is what we're kind of taught in the coaching industry to like nail down your offers and keep, keep repeating them. And for some reason that never vibes with me, right? Like I'm a fucking channel. I'm a visionary. I'm here to receive a download, run a program, drop it. They're the codes, right? What's the next code? And in between that, I meant to rest. So it's like, I have a huge download. I bird this thing out. I work really hard while I'm burning it out. And it's like full power go. And then I have to rest, integrate, relax. And then the next thing drops in, right? I'm also a manifesting generator. So that might have something mm, to do that with makes it. Sense. <laughs> it's the design, right? Yeah. But there are people who are the ones who are refining and refining and refining and like taking this thing and growing it and developing it and nurturing it. And they are meant to be in it for the long haul repeating, mm. like, and that's their style and that mm. structure and that strategy and that like, let's have one thing and really refine it and nail it and refine it and nail it really works for them but for someone like me who is a visionary my soul is a gypsy I can't sit in one spot for too long mm -hmm. without wanting to go right I need that freedom um that actually was really damaging because I was telling myself why can't this structure work for me why can't your business work in the way that other people's businesses work even something like uh, for instance paying or charging more for my offerings like I would have a higher end offering right and it would be like a higher investment point this year and the year before it really dropped in for me, like, no, do lots of low ticket offers or like no, mid, mid range ticket. Right. So like low to mid range um, and just be like volume. So like download it, release it, download it, release it, download it, release it. And just be always like, what is it now? What are the codes now? Right. Well, what am I here to share now? And act mm. as this catalyst for people. Hi, beautiful soul. Allow me to interrupt this broadcast for just a second. If you're a soulpreneur on a sacred mission or just someone looking to connect with their soul purpose, their gifts and their multidimensional self, I have something I am so excited to share with you. The Soul Mission Accelerator is possibly my most groundbreaking and expensive work yet. It contains 12 low-cost, high-potency sacred activations that will have you shifting through old limitations, patterns, karmic loops, and blockages at quantum speeds. These activations will support you with everything you require energetically to anchor in the timeline and reality you desire to create. If that means more soul clients, tribe, opportunities, and abundance, or just to anchor a soul purpose that is fulfilling and effortlessly abundant, you can grab $44 off the total price by using the code CRACKED open in capital letters in the checkout or grab each activation individually as they call to your soul now let's get back to this episode um so I'm interested to see if like you've experienced that and the people that you serve like have you seen that there are different styles of like what works for people and how do you support people to find their own unique like pattern or like way of being because not everyone's going to be that visionary um energy of like always yeah. shooting into different things I think that a lot of it has to do with your human design and how you best operate and how your energy best flows. And some of it might also be trial and error and then also your intuitive strategy. Um, so the way that I support people with that is getting clear about what is like their core main message. And I also work with an amazing intuitive business strategist, Taylor, um, who we started doing retreats together and I'm bringing her in now to my offers with people to support even more with that structure because she is more of like the let's ground it and put it into a structure that makes sense for you um, and I am more of the visionary but I still do a lot of strategy just in a different way and so it's cool to bring her in to just fine-tune it with people but um, essentially it is like you want to lean into your intuitive strategy which is your human design how things feel for you how will it feel if it was it, if it were to be fun and easy how do you normally um like what do you what are you amazing at right um what's lighting you up right now what are the uh the key what is the journey that you're taking people on right and create your offers around that most of the time if you're channeling stuff that might look a little bit different but you might start to realize that you, there is there is a path that you're taking people on. There's um, certain things that are coming together. I know I have. So I, I'm going to share a little bit about, about me is what I've had tons of different offers. Um, I'm a generator and I actually would probably do uh, a little bit better with bringing things together, which is something that I'm doing now. And so I have a lot of different offers. I've done a lot of masterminds. I love going deep with people. I love bringing amazing powerhouse people together. And what I noticed is that I was 
uh, guiding people through a similar journey in different ways through my programs. Maybe one program, it was my the uh, uh, opening their channel, but bringing them through a similar process as I would for someone exploding their business or, you know, making more money. It's a similar process of energetic alchemy, embodying your new identity and putting it into action or expressing it however it wants. But so there was like, a, there was like a, a framework, so to speak, within all of that. And so something that shifted for me was when I had this download for Star Power, which is one of my programs and is really what I support people with overall, like the overarching thing. And when I had this download for it, I didn't know what it was going to look like yet. I was like, this was like over a year ago. I was like, man, is this going to be a program? Is it going to be a longer term thing? Like there's so much that I feel like is meant to go into this. And so I, I launched it a few times as a program, like a six week, then an eight week. And I still felt like there was more to it. And so, but when I got the download for it, it was the first time something felt so fucking me like so me, I could talk about it all day, every day. It's exactly what I've been through and what I've, you know, it's me packaged into uh, uh, an amazing experience for people to embody their star power and channel that into their work and their life. Now I have been working on creating the most amazing freaking experience through that um, by combining different offers of mine. And so what I talk a lot about with people also is not just operating in their business from a place of alignment and energetics and the being behind the doing, but also when it comes to your offers, how can you create uh, offers that not only light you up and fill you up and like feel so fucking exciting, but they're also super irresistible for the people that you are supporting. How can you support them to the fullest where you're giving so much that it doesn't feel like you're ex overextending yourself, but it feels like really good. Like, fuck, people would be like crazy to not take part in this. I'm so excited. And it's, it's like that. And so, um, I've been playing with the combining a lot of different things that I have and putting it into star power and making it like this whole experience that allows it to be one offer that includes multiple offers, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's like a jumbo <laughs> master yeah. offer with all the things. And so, and like, like yeah. e even for you with the stuff that you do, if you find yourself, you know, maybe you have you notice like all these different programs that you've channeled, and they're they're amazing. Maybe you go, you probably can think now. Oh, I did take them on a little bit of a journey. I don't know. Let me just say, yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Like, what if you were to combine all of that into like a six month, you know, mastermind or something, and like showed up on calls and just channeled live and they get access to all the things. I don't know. I just think it's fun playing with different ways that we can offer our gifts and create containers for people because something that I have been really deepening and I invite everybody in on this is deepening my community in a, I, I am interested in really connecting with people that are inside of my stuff and even in my audience, like, and are are, I mean, I feel like there's so many people out there who they almost seem untouchable or like unreachable or whatever. And it's all about relationships and intimacy and creating powerful spaces for people to expand together and feel seen and celebrated and safe and supported throughout all of it, no matter where they are, whether they're going through the shit or they are having a celebration, having a tribe of people to celebrate with you or to hold you when you're crying and to whatever is so powerful. And I think that um, as I've been intentionally deepening that because things have shifted, like I'm not super into Facebook anymore. And I'm like, okay, like what are some new ways now that I could create deeper community and it's really exciting me. And I'm, I'm allowing that to inspire the way that I offer things too. I know that was like a long riff right there. But. No, that was amazing. And actually where you've taken it is really beautiful because I, I feel that from you. And that's why you're on this podcast, honestly, because when you <laughs> messaged me and we were talking, I was like, I, I've done social media um, supporting for people and worked with big companies on their social media. And so I know that a lot of the time when someone messages you that has a big following, it's not actually them, it's an assistant or something. And I was mm -hmm. like, I'm not sure if it's her or an assistant, but like, I'm just going to throw it out there. And then when you were talking back and I was like, I actually feel like this is not a 
she's not trying to sell me something like there's not an objective mm-hmm. there's not this weird energy right you genuinely wanted to connect and I fucking mm-hmm. love that about it and I was like okay I'm gonna throw it out there do you want to come on the podcast <laughs> which is why we're here right so um the thing that I was actually dropping in to ask like you've got a pretty substantial audience how do you manage because this is my next level right I feel it's about to fucking kick off for me and part of me is like a little bit terrified because I am the kind of person where I get anxiety around my phone I feel like I have to respond to everything immediately I don't want to let anyone down like I want to interact with people in that way and I want to be loving to them and I always want to respond and be like hey I see you I I hear you thank you for journeying this I'm so glad you did my free activation whatever like I want them to feel safe at the same time I've realized that my energy actually works better as this one-way channel, which is, I don't know if you're familiar with Sabrina Lynn from Rewilding, but I was recently working with her and she said this to me. She's like, she's a huge audience, massive people. And her, her way is like, I channel the stuff, I dump it out, but I'm not there to like walk you through it. Like you receive and you, you're right. Mm-hmm. So there's different styles. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so part of it is I want to help people. I want to engage with them. I really want to be there and present, but actually part of me feels like it needs to be this one-way channel. Otherwise I get to, like overwhelmed with all these energies that I'm tuning into. So how do you manage having boundaries while still being loving and open and supporting people um, who maybe aren't actually ever going to sign up for your thing? And like, how do you juggle like the people who have paid you for your time or like your support or your energy versus people who you're, you know, just bringing them into your community, you're getting to know them, particularly on social media. It's an interesting, I'm just curious because you're yeah. mastering it. Clearly you're nailing I mean, I it. Think I you think don't seem like drained. An- <laughs> Thanks. I think <laughs> it's like an intuitive thing for me uh, now that you ask that, because it's not like I, I don't, I, I respond to most messages or sometimes I'll reach out to people that have interacted with my content. If I feel like it, I don't, it's probably what happened with us. Um, I think it's just like certain times I'll just be like tuning in. All right, who, who's who been interacting with my stuff? Let me show them a little love when I feel like doing that. And it's not like this. I don't feel obligated. I don't feel obligated to write everybody back either. And I, I, I at least like their message or whatever, unless I miss it. And if they take it a certain way, I can't really control that. Um, so there have been times when I haven't gone back to people or like, but uh, for the most part, people who people when they message me like if I I'll I'll write them back, um or they ask about my my programs or the free things that I have going. I'll even sometimes reach out to people that I have connected with and invite them to certain things that I have going on if we have a connection already and it feels aligned to do so. So I feel like for me it's an intuitive thing. I don't put any pressure on myself for either way. I'm not like oh I have to respond to everybody like I don't do that I think it I think my boundaries are kind of built in a little bit around that I don't yeah. know if that makes sense yeah. I don't maybe could people could feel that maybe they can't like um, I'm always very kind and uh, I just hope for the best if people do take something personally and I don't I don't, I don't know why they would but um, so there's that and then I also ask myself what are some ways that I can deepen my community and it's it's actually beyond the dms although I do love connecting in the dms I do invite that like I I enjoy that to the extent that I'm able to of course like you know um like if people have questions about certain things or whatever like I I do my best but it's not like this it doesn't feel overwhelming it's not like this crazy thing I don't get like you know hundreds and thousands of (laughs) messages every day but um, I, I ask myself, what are some ways I could deepen my community? And for me, a lot of times that's let's jump on a Zoom, Zoom group, Zoom masterclass, transmission, activation, whatever, whatever I'm called to do, I do stuff like that. Typically, you know, once a month, once every other month. And that's my way of bringing people together. Uh, you still feel like we can connect, even though it's not a one-on-one you still feel connected because I'm very intimate in these things. Even, even my free things, like I'll be in that chat, like going off from the chat into what I'm teaching and training. And it allows for people to connect with me. And it's from that connection that they can choose whatever they want, whether they don't want to do anything beyond that, or whether they are like, fuck, like I need more of this, this feeling, this community, this support. And they want to go on and and work with me and in my programs, I leave it up to them, of course, but I want to create that space. So that's that I just asked myself how what are some ways for me that feel fun that are intuitive for me 
to deepen my community. And that might look different for everybody. Like, you know, I have one, one client who for her, it's her podcast. She goes really deep and really in on her podcast. She has a defined throat and human design, and she's really good at speaking. And she just pierces their soul with her words through her podcast. And a lot of her people come through there and it's not necessarily a group thing, but they feel like they could really connect with her on there. And you can do this in a multitude of ways. It's not just one way, but if you ask yourself the, that question of how can I deepen my relationship and my connection to my community, what feels intuitive and fun for me in the way that looks, then lean into that. For me at first, it was a Facebook group. I don't fucking like Facebook anymore. I still pop into my group and I still love everybody in my group, of course, duh. But like my energies likes to be in different places in different way than in the beginning, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And actually, as you were talking, I was like, oh yeah, she's got some serious like community building codes. I think there's some people <laughs> who are meant to bring I've got another friend, Brandon. I've, yeah, yeah. There's people I'm like more, that who are meant to bring people yeah, together. And so the really cool thing is I don't really view myself as a community builder. I view myself as a connector. Yeah. So, um, and I do the same thing in my real life. I just had an event at my house the other night, which was super fun. I had like 30 friends come over and I called it the convergence of soul fam. And I was like, I'm just going to invite all of these people I've been dropping in with some of my, my core soul family and some extended soul family and some new people, because I want them all to connect because I keep finding myself saying, Oh, you need to be so-and-so. Oh, I can't wait till, you know, you meet this person. And I, I gush over people and I'm like, Oh, this is so cool. I'm doing this in real life, but this is like what I'm, what I do online and in my coaching containers, I like bringing people together because I know that, you know, connections are made. We amplify each other's energy shifts, results, manifestations happen so much faster when you're in these kind of vortexes. And so I intuitively do it in that way. So maybe there are some people listening, or maybe even you, you're like, oh, there are certain things that I do intuitively in my life when I'm creating relationship or connection with someone that I can actually take that code and apply it to my community online. I think that would yeah. be, and and actually that's something that my intuitive vision strategist that I told you about, that's something that she pointed out to me that like brought to my awareness. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I am already doing these things and this is how I can, you know, it just it was cool bringing it to my awareness more because now I'm owning it more. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what? Like I have to say, not everyone, not everyone has that code <laughs> bringing people together. Like, Oh, I, I didn't always, also, which is yeah. funny. Okay. That's what I was going to ask. I was literally about always. to ask you. Okay. So did you have to work on some separation, like rejection shit before you started okay. to. So this is, this is really cool to notice because when I first brought everybody together and when I first started growing my community, I was, you know, still nervous in the newbie stage. Um, but I wanted to bring people together and, and that wasn't so such a big deal to me. Like I worked through the things like I told you in the beginning of this, as things came up when my community blew up and I didn't feel ready, but in real life, I was a total hermit. And so like most of my energy went to my community and it was like, all right, I'm dropping the wisdom. I'm dropping the insights. That's one of my gifts. And that's the ones that I focused on. Uh, over the last like three years, I have been working, like I briefly mentioned on, in, on relationships and intimacy. And a lot of things showed up in my everyday life that supported me with clearing out things around intimacy, not like physical sexual intimacy, but like intimacy in general with other people, like really not like being, being seen, being vulnerable, connecting, like leading, uh, owning, owning my space, owning my truth expressing my emotions whatever like and so I think because of a lot of that um I started becoming coming out of my shell more in person with people and intentionally dropping in with people and I noticed that I was you know I started being around more people where I could be my full self and you know I also have deeper love for myself where I you know I just it's different so I the event that I had at my house that was like the second one. The first one I did like that was in April. But before that, it was just like my my core friends. Like it wasn't like this huge thing. I even performed like some of my songs <laughs> at my thing. And that's something I would have never done in the past. And I even acknowledged myself in the moment the other night where I was like, I just want to acknowledge myself right now. This is not something I would have done in the past. I am a hermit in my human design. I'm a role model hermit. 
So like, I, I love my alone time. I love my solitude. I, I, a lot of my downloads and creativity comes from there. And also I fucking love bringing people together. I love love. I, and this is, this is part of who I am and what I do, not necessarily as a community builder, like I said, but as a connector. And, um, I love, um, gushing over people and like edifying people and and pumping them up and empowering them because that's also just what I do and who I am and so I just yeah it's a new it's it's new ish it's I wouldn't say it's new I think it's always been in me it's just now out more what's your out of curiosity your big three in astrology do you know um I'm a Libra is my sun sign my moon is a Taurus and my rising is a Cancer Interesting. Okay. That's a nice, that's a nice mix actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting what you're saying because I'm seeing myself stepping into this energy now, right? Like this is taking me a long time. I told myself for years on my spiritual path, I'm introverted. I'm sensitive. Uh-huh. I, I don't like people. Yeah. I'm the hermit. I want to be on my, by myself. And I did that for years and something awoke in me the past year and a half of like, I want to be, and again, it was through my intimate relationships and working on all my own mm-hmm. self-love stuff and the fear of rejection and dumbing myself down and dulling myself down all that stuff once I dealt with the heart shit it's like oh my god I want to connect to people I want to like and I'm noticing I'm actually really fucking extroverted and confident and it's the Aquarius I have a double Aquarius like Pisces double Aquarius and I always said I'm not Aquarius at all I'm not outgoing I'm not extroverted I'm not this I'm not that and it's funny because I'm seeing that like starting to come through now and now and now and like oh it was just a story that I was this sensitive like (laughs) shy introverted and of course we can be everything we can be all the things all at once and there's moments for that but um that's a story and I've noticed that and so for the audience like tune in and and, like see where is it a story that you're just telling yourself you're bad socially you're socially weird you're socially awkward you're never going to find people and I'm even seeing it here Mm -hmm. like I've been here in Tulum for like two weeks and the sisters are just coming in and they're just like bam perfect like amazing aligned beautiful souls and I told myself oh you're gonna go to Mexico and you're gonna be alone for the first month you're not gonna meet anyone like I made friends within two days so it's their stories their stories we tell ourselves and it's so beautiful to watch I'm feeling this massive soul tribe converging happening everywhere Mm -hmm. so thank you for being a part of that and obviously it's why we're talking because we're sharing some soul tribe um yeah Yeah. Yeah. I used to be super shy too. I used to be mute in middle school. And so this is also a big part of the whole star power thing. Like I think when I got that download for star power initially, it it initiated me into, because I was still, even I just overcame the whole fear of public speaking in March, this last March in public speaking in person. I've been doing videos. I'm good on video podcasts all fucking day, but in person, I would avoid it like the plague. People would ask me and I would make something up or just not do it. Or I would do it, but I would be like scared. And I just recently overcame that. And so I feel like I've been on this initiation to further embody my star power so that I could really bring this to people and support them in owning their expression, liberating themselves. Because ultimately when we do that, like I said, in the very beginning of this manifestation, right? It's a reflection of who we are being. We're really just manifesting our fully expressed self and it reflects in our reality through the money through the clients through the fulfillment the love whatever way that looks but it's an inside job first and I think that that's the initiation I've been on yeah and and this is perfect again that you've said this because it's led into the next question that I wanted to ask and maybe the final question that we can wrap this up it's really clear and evident to me and like you're embodying this and it's like there's no doubt in my mind that you do the work on yourself right you're very humble you're very grounded you have humility um and I know from someone who's done a lot of work that only comes when you drag yourself through the transformation and the willingness to see right so I can see that in you and I honor you for that sister because it's like it's rare to have someone that's so willing to see right so I'm curious you say that you take people on this transformational journey of the alchemy and the transmutation what does that look like for you like what does that actually involve um Mm -hmm. and maybe even in your own personal process or like what if someone's starting this journey and they're like I want to be able to see myself and be cracked open and um be willing to let go of things that don't serve me or manifest my best life or whatever reason they're going on this journey of alchemy for what does that look like like what kinds of things would you do in this process? Yeah. And so it, it looks slightly different for people depending on where they are on their journey. But ultimately, 
it's embodying more and more of who you truly are. So there are some people at the beginning stages who maybe they haven't put themselves out there. They haven't really, um, you know, been embodying their, their power and they're, they're wanting to come out of their shell. Maybe there's people in the, I don't know, intermediate, if you want to put a label on it, stages where they're like, they're out, but they still feel like they're hiding a bit. And, you know, it could be as we're always growing and expanding, but ultimately if, follows this uh, process of um, getting, tuning into the frequency and the energy of your quote unquote next level self, which is actually who you are. It's just the you who is living in that reality, the ultimate dream reality where you have the things and you're super happy and all the stuff, but not to say that 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 reality is far off in the distant or anything like that because everything's happening right now, but who is that version of you who's able to hold that, who's owning that, who is um, experiencing that? And so it starts with usually with getting clear about that. And in that process, I, and I, I maybe do it a little bit different than some people because I believe that we can embody that or bring facets of that into the now at the same time as we do the energetic and mindset work. Actually, I, I have experienced that when I get clear about that and start embodying that, then what is meant to come up that's not in resonance with that will come up. It'll come up to be looked at, healed, processed, felt, all the, all the shit, or it might just fall away because it just doesn't even resonate. It's like, I don't even know why I was even like thinking about that. So one or the other usually happens. But if you're in this place uh, here's here's actually i think i think i'm having a realization as i'm sharing this i don't it bothers me sometimes when people are so fixated on healing 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 you got to heal this you're always going to be healing 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 i feel like that's pretty disempowering to be quite honest with you because mm-hmm. we're already whole it's not really about healing per se i mean sure you can use that word but i feel like it can be a little bit of a trap it's more of remembering and um, so as we, when we start to remember, AKA connect with that next level you, who's who you truly are, then what you need to heal will come up to the surface. You don't need to fucking dig for it because if you keep digging, you're always going to find something. So start embodying little by little, even if it's just little things that you do, maybe you do your press go live and talk about something that you wanted to talk about. Maybe you have that uncomfortable conversation with your partner that allows you to welcome in more love and intimacy, whatever it is, like little things you could start embodying and then notice what comes up in the process to be alchemized. So it's the embodiment first, then we start alchemizing the energy and it's, that's a continuous practice. It's not like, Oh, well, once we do, then it's, you know, this is the the process of growth is embodying work, work through things as they come up, learn to master your energy as it comes up. Um, and then it's, uh, acting in alignment with the, that new you. And this is where people get tripped up because they're like, Oh, they say what they want something. They say they're ready for it. And they've been saying they're ready. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for that. I I challenge you to stop fucking saying you're ready because you don't need to say you're ready if you're already doing it. (laughs) So instead of saying you're ready, how about you're already, you already are. And the, the real practice is taking actions in alignment with that knowing. And this is where the ego gets in the way. It's like, oh, but I'm scared. Oh, you know, you know, people are, afraid to take the leap in making a big decision, whatever that decision might be in their life and their business, investing in themselves. They don't, they might not actually do it because they're letting the old programming run the show instead of the new, the, 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 their true self, their next level self. Does that make sense? So it's absolutely acting in alignment with what you say you want in real time. And these shifts happen in real time. So I don't know if that like was clear, but that's pretty much the process is like embodying it alchemizing the energy acting in alignment and it's going to stretch you and it's going to be uncomfortable because but it's only really uncomfortable to the ego and the limited mind Mm -hmm. it's that's not who you truly are but it's what you're you know stepping out of essentially and stepping more into your true nature which can challenge what you've always known you know we identify a lot with our beliefs and um it just it, it trips you up so it's a it's a beautiful process and I like to remind people that 
this whole journey could be so much fun too. It doesn't need to be like this serious work, like, oh, I got to work, process this and do the shadow work and da, 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 da. like, sure, there's that, but there's also, we can have a lot of fucking fun in the process. And I want to bring more of that into the realm of transformation because it's magnetic. Yeah. And I'm noticing it's really quick. Like the, yeah. the way that we're alchemizing things can be so quick. And I love yeah. what you said about taking the action and not having to go digging and searching for me. It's always just like the thing has always just presented itself whenever I don't need to go looking for it. It's like, bam, here's the thing. It's right in your face. You're triggered as fuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, But that's only when you're taking the steps. Like if you exactly. stay small, if you stay safe, if you're like, oh, I want to dream this thing, I want to do this thing, but you're not actually doing any of the things where are you going to see what's underneath, right? Like it's like yep. intimacy. I use this example all the time as, as the example of, of me being like, I want this sacred union with this man who's up here on this pedestal. He's going to be this, this, and this, and I'm saving myself for this, right? And I'm not even going to bother relating to anyone else or having lovers or whatever else, because if, if it's not this, I'm not interested, right? And I realized a couple of years ago, like how limiting that is, because in these connections, what can come up can literally prepare me right to be in that energy of what I'm what I'm calling in or what I'm asking for so that's a for me that's how it's shown up and even in my business like this year particularly like taking the actions of someone who is reaching lots of people who's on a big stage who whatever all the actions that I feel um intuitively are in alignment with the version of myself where I'm headed or the vision so I love it and the stuff comes up of course it comes up like the resistance the fear the um the stories that all the shit comes up whenever you put yourself in a space, which is heading towards that. Because like you said, the ego doesn't want to die. It doesn't want to, <laughs> it doesn't want to be proven wrong. So I love that to mm -hmm. finish up. Can I say one thing? Yeah, absolutely. Of course. You, um, there is one more thing that I just, that just came through. Like um, I say, I was saying about embodying it and taking action and in alignment and all that. There are some times where, people there there does need to be a little bit of that alchemy and and stuff first because it's keeping them from actually even taking being able to, to not not just taking the action but they might not even be able to tune fully into who that next level self is if there's so much there mm -hmm. um depending on on you know what's going on or maybe something recently happened in their life and it, it triggered a bunch of stuff and this is like there there needs to be some energetic work um to clear the the way for that so it, it could be a little bit different depending but it's it's kind of like a a flux between embodying alchemizing embodying alchemizing i think i i agree with you there and i feel like that's maybe the start like not even just the start of the journey but like for me the first few years of my journey was a deep excavation a deep mm -hmm. purging a deep clearing yeah. of so many identities and stories and past life trauma and karma and all the mm -hmm. shit but now yeah. at the point that i'm at it's more like now we see it <laughs> as it comes up and we move through it and i think it's also yeah. the energies right now even people just starting their journey maybe don't need to do it in that way because the frequency yeah. is so much higher, right? I, so, I like to keep that in mind too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a different game. It's, it's like, I kind of wish that that was me entering this space now. It'd be, it'd be Girl, nice. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we did it for everyone. Um, so the last thing I just want to ask is, you know, you're a channel, you channel some beautiful transmissions. If there is anything right now coming through for you or anything you feel to share, light language activation, anything at all, no pressure, obviously. Like I'm not like, you have to fucking do it. But like <laughs> if, if you drop in and you feel that there's something to be shared, there's an open space for you to do that. Um, I don't particularly feel light language at the moment to come mm -hmm. through, but I do want to share, um, actually on my Instagram, I have a really, really beautiful one pinned on my profile right now for spiritual entrepreneurs. It's a beautiful light language to open up your message and share your work in the world in a way that's very pure. So I encourage everyone to listen to that. What I will say is um, just continue trusting yourself and leaning into that because ultimately the more we trust ourselves, the more conviction we build, the stronger our intuition becomes and the less we give power away to fear and the more we stand in our truth and our own power because fear is really just an illusion and really a teacher to guide you back to your truth. We have that contrast like for a reason, right? If we didn't have fear, we wouldn't know what faith was. <laughs> if we didn't know who we weren't, who we are not, which is our not self, we wouldn't fully come to realize who we truly are. 
So embrace the whole journey, um, embrace the contrast and seek all of the, all of that as opportunities to grow. One of my greatest things that I've done for myself is have a perspective of growth. And I always see the challenges on my journey, no matter how challenging they are, um, as a gift, a growth gift in disguise that's ultimately supporting me to expand. So keep that in mind and keep shining. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being who you were being, who everything that you are. Um, thank you for these messages today. Thank you for the work that you've done. Thank you for being a part of my own awakening earlier in the journey. Um, mm -hmm. And I look forward to watching you in this evolution and more of your star power. If people would like to find you, um, if they're not already following you and find the magic that you do, the programs that you offer, your work, where is the best place for them to do that? Yeah. So the easiest place where everything is, is at stephb360.com. You can find all my social media, all my, my free things, my programs, everything is there, stephb360.com. And then I'm mostly on Instagram these days. I love to, like, as you heard me say, connect on there. Um, I share a lot of amazing content on there for spiritual entrepreneurs, mystics, healers, coaches, uh, and then I also have my podcast if you want to check out Spiritual Boss Bay Podcast. Amazing. And just something I was going to say, oh my God, that light language that you said, I think that was the reason why we're talking. I think that was what I commented on. So it is a really powerful oh. light language. Go watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know the exact one. And I'm like, that's that's why you're here. So oh. audience, go listen oh. to that. Yeah. And we will have her links down in the show notes, guys, if you're watching this. So it'll be all there as well in case you yeah. don't want to like go search them and my my, spiritual, my my instagram i didn't even say that out loud is is at the spiritual boss babe super easy very easy <laughs> you can't you can't really fuck that one up and if you did so <laughs> this is a bit worrying <laughs> so no judgment um thank you so much love for being here and to all my beautiful audience thank you so much for listening if you have enjoyed this please head over to apple Podcasts subscribe leave a rating um leave a review anything that you can do to help us to get these episodes out there share this with a friend um whatever feels good for you guys until the next time beautiful souls i love you thank you for listening to another episode of cracked open don't forget to hit subscribe and share with a friend if this episode has served you in any way for more information about the work that i do or to get in touch with me read the show notes or head to beckmylonis.com until next time beautiful souls